The mules are in the corral. Welcome to Mule Talk, and I'm Cindy K. Roberts, your host. On this week's episode of Mule Talk, we are talking with a farrier that works at several hunter-jumper barns around the St. Louis area. And he is going to share with us his experience in working with mules. And his name is Derek Bray. Uh, Derek, thanks for coming on the show. No problem. Okay, now we were talking earlier and you mentioned that you do shoe some mules, you work with some mules, and uh, tell me what that experience has taught you. To do my job quickly and efficiently. Some of the mules aren't very patient. Uh, They're good, but they're not patient. They like to get done quickly. So it's, it's actually helped me do my job better by working on them. Wow, now that's interesting. So, hmm, so do you, do you sort of like set the, the time clock and it's like, okay, I, I got to hurry up here. I got to get this done. I mean. Well, I have a mental time clock when it, when it comes to any animal that I work on. But with the mules, the time clock ticks faster. Um, so when I get started on them, when somebody brings the mule out for me, um, I do a quick assess of the, the, the foot, what I'm going to do, what I have to do. And then. I, I, I attack the plan and I get after it and I don't screw around. I don't talk. I just get my job done and it turns out fine. 99% of the time it turns out fine anyway. Okay, good. You know, the mules sort of, uh, it doesn't take a whole lot to bore them, you know, and it's like you got to keep them interested and it has to be their idea. So maybe it wasn't their idea to have shoes put on that day. That, that has happened before. Um, I was shoeing a couple jumping mules and the, the man brought the mule to me and he said, now, now you get under this mule and you get to work real quick. And I said, okay. He said, the last guy ended up in front of your truck. Kind of freaked me out. It was also the second mule I'd ever worked on, so I didn't really know what to expect. Um, but he was good. I did my job, got underneath of him, got out from underneath of him, and we were done. We were good. He was happy. I was happy. Nobody got hurt. I didn't get to end up in front of my truck either. <laughs> no, that's, that is pretty funny. Uh, now, you also, you've worked with other mules. I mean, uh, so tell me about them. Well, I have one mule that is actually my favorite, and actually it's the only it's the only mule that I do anymore. Um, it's a, a mammoth mule, and he has. They got him as a uh, a companion for for the owner. the uh, The lady she got in a motorcycle accident, and, and she's a little um, she's handicapped now. She can still walk and everything, but she's she's just a little handicapped. And that mule is is like a like a a, a dog that would be a. Uh, it's like a service animal. Yes. Yes. Okay, wow, yes. that's interesting. Those two are like, like a, a son and daughter. They're they're perfect together. Uh, as as the lady's walking down the hill, uh, the mule's walking right beside her. Uh, I've seen even at one time he put his arm or put his head under her arm to like hold her or make her pet him or, or something like that. So they just they are they're a great pair, and he's. It's the best meal ever I've seen too. So, oh my gosh! Now that's quite a story. Uh, and that you have to be a special animal to be a service animal for somebody. And I guess they they have that intuition about them. They know that this person needs their assistance. So, do you shoe this mule, or or what? How do you know this this mule? He's just a trim. Um, he's a friend 
of a friend of a friend who recommended me to to do the shoeing for him um doesn't need shoes he's got great feet um when i got there he hadn't been trimmed in probably six to eight months but he still had great feet he was long but he still had great feet and to this day i've been shooing him for probably three years now and he still has great feet and he he picks his feet up for me he holds them doesn't move he turns around every once in a while and looks at me like how's it going down there make it quick but other than that he's a good boy he loves his carrots uh, okay so <laughs> i was going to ask you if there's any cookies involved when you're shooing these animals most of the time i don't give treats uh i don't it six of one half a dozen of the other some people will say well it, it, it's a reward and then at the same token i feel like sometimes it it entices animals to uh be i won't say aggressive but more pushy for the treat um so if i do give a treat it's at the end of the shoeing okay um but this guy he's a special dude so he gets a treat every foot i do so, and he, and, but he's not pushy. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't try to lean on me. He doesn't try to turn around and bite at me or anything like that. I put his foot down. He looks at me. I put my hand out with a carrot, and he's like, "Okay, thanks." Oh, and we go on to the next foot. That's that is so neat. Um, so, are you taking new clients at any time, or is that are? You, I guess you're filled up, aren't you? Right now, my book's full. Um, right. I've actually cleaned out a handful of clients just to kind of tighten my circle to try to keep me home at a reasonable hour in the evening. Right. Um, okay. With kids and stuff, I I don't like getting home at eight nine o'clock anymore. Yeah, I I understand that. Well, I do appreciate you coming on Mule Talk, and uh, I'd like to talk to you again about your mule experiences. So, but thank you, um, Derek Bray. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a while to figure out what that meant too because i was 26 before i put the two and two together somebody actually told me about it so oh, no. yeah well now you know really that's an honor you know that yeah i love mules they're great just as long as i don't get thrown <laughs> to the front of my truck there you go yeah. all right thank you Derek bray the spirit of the Wild West lives on in my latest book, Desperados of the Wagons West Expedition. I rode with descendants of notorious outlaws, mule skinners, horse thieves, brothel workers, and Texas Rangers that gathered at the Embar Ranch in Reserve, New Mexico. And so I documented their story. This is a modern day dime store novel published by Every Cowgirl's Dream. It's captivating and exciting to read. It's available at everycowgirlsdream.com, Amazon Books, and other participating outlets. Giddy up and get your copy today. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or a sponsor, send me an email, cindy, C-I-N-D-Y, at everycowgirlsdream.com. Gotta go. My mule is looking for me. Meal Talk is an Every Cowgirl's Dream production.